Mobile Rolling, presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound, making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices, online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. Events and off the back, they run 28.3 the third quarter. Teddy Disco still in the lead. Leap to fame on the outside, inch by inch, wearing it down, then Tim's a trooper. Three winning chances up to the corner. Teddy Disco spun around the bend first, leap to fame, Dixon's house to call on the favourite. Teddy Disco in front, leap to frame, sprinting on the outside. They hit it. Leap to fame one. Beat Teddy Disco. Tim's a trooper third. About 10 metres away. Yeah, two they? of Queensland's rising stars there fighting out the finish and we're all guessing what Grant Dixon was going to do yesterday from the inside. Well... He decided to get off the fence and get the horse into the clear outside lead. Chris, good morning. Steve, good morning to you. Good morning, everyone. It was a good old-fashioned first over crush there from leap to fame. He was away from the inside quickly uh, and moved up outside of Teddy Disco. Took the race by the scruff of the neck. New track record time, not surprising. That quality of horse really goes to a track like Tamworth, 54-3 the time. But every way you break down the section, it was just so impressive. Uh, first half, 57.8. Middle half, 56.8. Last half, 56.5. He is the best three-year-old in Australia. The Vicks will talk up catch away, please. This is a dual derby winner. He's got the Victoria derby coming up. So they're going to clash sooner rather than later. But th th there's no... There's no comparison right now between Leap to Fame and Catch a Wave. He is the number one three-year-old in the country. Chris, something I like to do with the gallops is uh, compare times, particularly if something wins impressively, to see what time other horses have run on the day. Just with those fillies earlier in the Breeders' Challenge sheet, they went about four seconds slower, flare-up. Yeah. Quite extraordinary, four yeah. seconds. Mm. And those first three past the post in the Colts and Gilding seat, they're all Queenslanders. So Leap to Fame, Teddy Disco and Tim's a trooper. One, two, three there. And as we discussed yesterday with Sean Grimsey, the top three seeds for this Breeders' Challenge for the three-year-old Colts and Geldings were all pretty much going around in that same heat. Just to give you a little bit more of a comparison, there was another Breeders' Challenge heat uh, that went around at Penrith last night. For three-year-old Colts and Geldings, the odds-on favourite proved successful. My ultimate Ronnie... He was a 50-to-1 shot in the Queensland derby and ran accordingly. He was able to dominate that field last night, rating 55-6. So th th there's just <laughs> no real comparison. Th these three three-year-olds that competed at Tamworth yesterday, the Queenslanders, they're, they're easily the horses to beat uh, as we get deeper into this series. They've got semi-finals next month and then the, the final uh, soon after. But... Uh, uh, they're, they're serious three-year-olds, no question. Well, Chris, uh, Lavrageau, fair to say he had a gut buster last week. He's one of the headline acts in WA. It'd be interesting to see how he goes tonight off an awkward draw again. Jared Daffy's with us. Jared, good morning. Good morning, good morning to you both. Uh, let's talk about these uh, feature races. And uh, as we keep saying, each and every week, you're steering us into these market movers and they're, they're lethal at the moment. So let's focus on Perth, where they've got a very good strike rate, the punters. Uh, we'll start with race five, the Group 3 Howard Porter Memorial. Leverage over Steve Outline, clear favourite here at 165. It's a race into Hampton Banner, who was a big market mover first up two weeks ago, 225. And then we're looking at double the figures, all others. So which way is the money going here? Leverage Joe, favourite opening was Hampton Banner at 190. Leverage Joe was 230. Crash Bang Wallop got into a dollar fifty at one stage yesterday, Leverage So he's getting out now to one sixty five because Hampton Banner did touch two forty, as you point out, Chris. It looks like a race in two on paper and punters view it the same way, but dollar sixty five, he's the one there, Leverage number four. Chris, how do you think he would have pulled up after that last week? 
Well, it would have, it would have been tough. Uh, that was a very hard run that he encountered. But just on that race tonight, Steve, so next in betting behind Leverage on Hampton about a minstrel who's a Fremantle Pacing Cup winner, and Valton Tins, a WA Pacing Cup winner. They're $12, $15 respectively. So it's it's not a weak field, albeit it's light on numbers, but uh, Leverage O, uh, the support is strong. But uh, to your question, Steve, that was a real gut buster, but they're obviously happy to go to the post again tonight. At least there'll be no question about fitness anyway this week. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, we've got Group 1 features tonight in uh, Perth as well tonight, Jared. The Westbred Classics for the three-year-olds. Colton Gelding's race six. Odds on favourite here, Chris Lewis, Deborah Lewis, uh, Goodfellas, $1.55. Uh, swing band at three eighty, And the next best is seven fifty. That's high price, $10 about Tricky Mickey. Where's the money going here? Well, the market says this should be pretty simple as well. Goodfellas opened at one ninety five. Uh, spent about half a day at 185, 170 last night, 155 this morning. So it's the only one they want there. Number one, Goodfellas. Matty Young, who joins us each and every Thursday, he outlined that Goodfellas is probably the horse to beat in that final, but he said he does have that tendency to over-race. So just keep that in mind if you are taking the shorts about him, but uh, easily the best back. The uh, Phillies feature, the Westbred Classic Race 7, wonderful to fly, this brilliant filly, Drawn the inside of the second row, so it's no luxury, but she's at a very short price, $1.40. Little Darling first up, $4, and then we're quickly out to uh, double the figures. So can she keep this uh, winning strike rate intact? Pretty tricky draw, isn't it, as you quite rightly pointed out there. Open $1.40, hasn't moved. Uh, little Darling, $4, hasn't moved. A little bit of interest, mostly each way, for taking the Mickey 13 into 12. But favourites held its place. It's the one that multi-action is going through with those other two earlier favourites. OK, that's tonight, Gloucester Park. We've got good racing coming through tomorrow night. Let's go to Melton, race six. Uh, this is a feature for the Trotters, the Australasian Trotting Championship. Uh, it is a stand start as well. The favourite here is Aldebaran Zeus. He steps up in grade tonight. He's a very progressive trotter, 320. The reigning Inter Dominion champ, Maori Laura, for 10 metre handicap. He's 380. Uh, we've got uh, 650 about Adele. Uh, $7 Brandlow Prince. $9 about uh, 950. Have horse will travel. So this looks open. Can you give us a lead? Well, Maori Law's been a drifter. He's off the 10 metres, 330 out to 380. Uh, the favourite Elder Baron Zeus has come in a little bit, 3.30 into 3.20, but clearly the one that uh, attracted the early support was number two, Brandlow Prince. It opened at $11, Chris, and it's into seven. It's been that way for 24 hours. It hasn't moved backwards, uh, back out. So it's the one. Uh, we'll put our faith in here, number two, Brandlow Prince. Okay. Any sort of move or interest in number 10, Parisian Artiste? He's a last start Menangle winner. He's a nice horse. So any sort of market movement there? No, being been that market, uh, or the market that he is at the moment, $11, that's what he opened at. So, no, not really. Adele has been a little drifter out as well, 550 out to 650 Okay. Race 7, the Group 1 Caduceus Classic. This features copy that. I'll go down the page here. Tango Tara, 850 Torrid Saint, 480 Rock and Roll Do, $16. Copy that, $3. Will He Go West, 21 Max Delight, $31. Bulletproof Boy, 151 Huling Nien, 101 Supreme Dominator, 21 Honolulu Bay, 240 Rack em Up Tiger Pie at $151. So, Jared, this is a, uh, a little dress rehearsal, you could say, for the Victoria Cup, which is fast approaching. Two mm. big guns here, copy that, and Honolulu Bay. But it's Honolulu Bay favourite, despite the second row draw. 
Well, it didn't open that way. Copycat opened at 2.30, so it's been a big drift. Uh, 2.30 out to $3, no takers. Actually, they were 2.30 equal favourites. Honolulu Bay, 2.30, uh, just edging out to $2.40 now. And the reason for that move with the fave, and, and obviously copy that as well, Torrid Saint. Now, it opened at 9.50, Chris. More than hard, that's quote. It's into $4.80. Aside from that, just a little bit of interest in Tango Tara currently at eight fifty, but... The big mover out of that uh, trio that had the market there, clearly Torrid Saint, 9.50 into 4.80. Okay, start's going to be all important there. Do they have the speed to lead Torrid Saint? Tango Tara, can he match him early? Will he let him go? So the start is crucial. That race is over the sprint trip as well, 1,720 metres. The other race that we wanted to focus on uh, tomorrow night at Melton is race eight, the Platinum Pace. Uh, the favourite here is Petalonte at $1.70. Uh, just hope 2.30. We've got a scratching of Enchanted Stride. Uh, they're the main two. Is there a lead uh, between one of these uh, stars? There is. Now, Enchanted Stride was an interesting one. It had opened at 15 and was into $4.80. It's out, as you mentioned. There's a 15-cent deduction there, but Petalonte uh, was one fifty-five. Uh, that's with that horse in. It's now out to one seventy. The other one in the market is the one that uh, attracted early support as well, Just Hope. Uh, opened at 370. Uh, it was 250 yesterday. It's 230 now. So the gap has certainly closed between Petalonte and Just Hope. Um, I'd say a preference at the moment for Just Hope currently $2.30. Okay, getting set for the upcoming Victoria Oaks. Uh, let's have a look now at uh, Menangle tomorrow night. There's two races there. Race six for the Mares. The favourite here is Tay Tay at 270. She was brilliant winning first up there uh, last week. Uh, we've got Brave You Kelly, who's doing a super job since coming over from New Zealand. Four, or we've got Wainui Creek 330, 480 Brave You Kelly, 550 Town Echo, the Group 1 winner here in Queensland during the Tab Constellations, $9 about BK Swy. So, Tay Tay, can she do it again? Pundus, uh, I think she can. 360 into $2.70. Bit of interest in uh, BK Swy, 14 into 9, but uh, Tay Tay, clearly the one there, 360 into 270. All right, race seven tomorrow night in Sydney at Menangle. The better bet three for all. Favourite here, the Black Prince at 260. 290 Malcolm's Rhythm, 440 Bundoran, $5 AG's White Sox. Where's the money going? Pretty handy feel, but uh, the favourite is the one that's shortened up early in proceedings here. The Black Prince opened at 290. It's into 260. All right, and the free for all coming through from Albion Park tomorrow night. Black Sedan steps out here. Filling for a rainbow 101 cruise, Bramac 250, Black Sedans, $1.65, Tommy Lincoln 14, Northview Hustler 14, Cardles from Heaven 61, Will the Wizard, he's at $10. So the favourite, it's Black Sedans at 165, chasing three on the bounce. Well, it wasn't the favourite. Cruise Bomb, Bromac opened at $2. Black Sedans opened at $2.60. So as you can see, it's been a big move in the market here, Black mm. Sedans. $2.60 into $1.65. So odds on now. And Cruise Bromac, $2 out to $2.50. So it'll be interesting to see where they finish up tomorrow night. But clearly all of the early activities with Black Sedans. He was a big market mover last week, wasn't he, Black Sedans? He was. He was. Yeah, did, didn't disappoint. So let's build a multi for the weekend, Jared. What are we looking at? Well, these are pretty simple. We'll get uh, the two early ones out of the road tonight at Gloucester Park. Race five, number four, Lavrajo, currently 165. Race six, number one, Goodfellas at 155. And we'll round it out with uh, Black Sedance, which is Albion Park. Race nine, number three, Black Sedance. Okay, so $1.65, $1.55, and uh, Black Sedance was now $1.65, Steve. 
add something to our multi? Yeah, for a multi-purpose, I think Arnold's foolproof the place. So uh, race 10 at Rose Hill, race 10, number 17, Arnold the place for a multi, $1.60 at the moment. No, that'll do it. So that's our four-leg multi for the weekend. Uh, Jared, it won't be long before we're starting to focus on a lot more feature racing from Victoria in particular. The Victoria Cup's coming up, the Oaks, the Derby, and there's a number of nice trotting races. So things are going to heat up. New Zealand Cup market, that's going to be going up soon. I'm tipping nominations closed off yesterday. So probably by the end of next week, we might have an early market for the New Zealand Cup. So there's plenty happening. Look, there is, Chris. Actually, I, I didn't listen to all of your shows this week, but I asked Darren Clayton what he thought. I might as well ask you what you thought about Lock and Varart last weekend. Uh, yeah, he, he was disappointing to the eye, but uh, I'm sure there was a, 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 an excuse that was uh, coughed up during the week. Why? Asthma, Chris, before. wasn't it? Asthma? Yeah, I, I can't remember okay. what it was. But, yeah, that might be something uh, that I, I saw or heard. So, yeah, so there's... An excuse there, but uh, look, he, he's got to turn it around quick because the Victoria mm. Cup is only weeks away now. So time is uh, against him, but we know how good he is. So it's going to be a, a real challenge. Okay. And finally, anything at Albion Park for us tonight to get a start? Uh, for the weekend, yeah, I like race two, number two, Golden Lace. She's down on form, but she's down in grade tonight and she gets her chance to rebound. So I like race two, number two, Golden Lace. $2.70 fixed. That'll do me. That'll do it. Yep, beautiful. Jared, as always, appreciate the time. Enjoy the weekend. We'll chat next week. See you, guys. There's Jared Daffy from Tab. You can check out those prices right now, tab.com.au. You'll be able to find it all under the harness racing folder there. So there's plenty happening. We've got 10 races tomorrow night at Ellabian Park. That free-for-all is going to be a ripper. It's race number nine, Black Sedans. Can he do it again, chasing three in a row? Can he give his own track record a bit of a nudge? Weather conditions, Steve? You'd be in a better position than me. Doesn't look all that great, but he's in super form. And if he wins again tomorrow night, I'm sure they've got to take him south and have a crack at that Group 1 Len Smith mm. Mile in Sydney. So, fingers crossed. Yeah, just on that big race next year, Chris, uh, what's this Tabureka worth, prize money? Uh, oh, what was it worth? It's uh, well over a million dollars, I'm mm, sure. So. Well, I'm just looking at the market right now. I know there's a lot of... What, what's Leap to Fame? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. His favourite over Catch a Wave. $7 leap to fame, Catch a Wave $9. This is September we're talking about next year, this massive Eureka. So would you be tempted to take that $7 now? Not in a million years. way too early? Not in a million years, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I've been burnt, Chris, uh, that far out. So I would sit back and leave the powder dry. But, uh, but just It's the, a long time, isn't it? What I'm it? just saying, the opinion that the tab assessors must have of this horse to put him favourite at this, this far out for a race like that at $7, leap to fame. Yeah. It, it, it's split, though. Like, uh, there's a lot of Victorians that are saying that Catch a Wave is the real deal and, you know, he's going to become the, the number one pacer in the country before long. But uh, obviously, Leap to Fame's got a, a very good fan base as well. So... Uh, it's going to be interesting, and uh, we might get a, an answer a little bit uh, sooner than we expect with that Victoria Derby. I think it's going to be a ripper series. As we know, Lakuta's not coming across now. He's staying in New Zealand. He's clearly their best three-year-old. So one day they all might come together and might be the chariots of fire early next year. So something to uh, look forward to when they all do clash. Kate's with us now. Kate, good morning. Good morning, Chris. What's happening at Albion Park tomorrow night? Is there something planned next uh, Saturday night, September 17? Yeah, there is. We've got our Pink Ribbon uh, fundraising event. So Embracing Pacing are hosting an event um, on the night to raise valuable funds. And all the information is available on our website, thecreek.com.au. 
All right, $70 per person, those tickets. I've got to ask, because it's been asked of me this morning, for those that are heading to Albion Park tonight, we know the Brisbane Lions are in action. Is there going to be uh, TVs uh, displaying that game as well? So between races, punters can tune in and watch the uh, the Lions in action against the Demons? Yeah, most definitely. We'll have to talk to the track manager and make sure he puts those up on every TV. So, yeah, it will be indeed. Okay, and tomorrow night, obviously, all the all the footy will be available again as well with all the finals taking place. Yeah, we um, had the games on last week, so most definitely. All right, Racing Queensland last week announced the, uh, the Summer Carnival. We've just come through the Tab Constellation, so things are starting to be put in place as far as planning is concerned. It, it looks like it should be a really good carnival, as we know. Winners of both the trotting features and the pacing features getting that golden ticket to the end of the minion as well. So there's a fair bit at stake now. Yeah, most definitely. It's um, a quick turnaround between the winter to summer. It, it happens pretty quick, so there's no um, letdown, but it's it's good. It's um, exciting that we've got some of those good races and then ties into that dominion. So, yeah, we're lucky to be part of that. All right. Uh, a winner for tomorrow night. What have you come up with? Well, I heard you talking about Black Dance before, and he's actually going to be in a multi of mine. So I know he's short, but he'll add a bit of value. So race nine, number three, he's been flying. And, um, yeah, it would be good to see him win three straight and then head down to Sydney. So um, he's part of my multi. I know short, but we'll, we'll chuck him in, and then you can see the rest of my multi on the Creek Socials tomorrow morning. Was he part of your multi last week? Yes, he was. He was. He was the first leg of my multi, so that was that was great. But um, no, we'll see how we go in the multi this week. All right. Well, he's obviously becoming a favourite of yours because you keep tipping him and keeps winning. Yes, it's good when they win when you keep tipping them. But um, yeah, he's he's flying at the moment, so it'd be good to see him um, hopefully go three in a row. All right. Excellent stuff. Appreciate the time. We'll see you trackside. Thanks, Chris. See you then. There's Kate Bart from Albion Park, Communications and Membership Manager. So 10 races tomorrow night. We are in action tonight, eight races starting at 5.52. And for those that are wondering, with all the football on, the AFL, the NRL, those games are going to be uh, uh, visible with uh, the TV monitors switched on. So there's something to watch between the races both tonight and tomorrow night. We've got Ryan Spice and Darren Clayton to join us now. We need some winners. These boys join us each and every Friday. And they're both online today. Ryan, good morning. Morning, Chris. Morning, Darren. Good morning. Morning, morning, team. How are we today? Really well, really well. I've got to ask, because Steve's going to ask the question if I don't. Ryan, firstly, thoughts on Leap to Fame yesterday? Chris, that contest was just brilliant. 800-metre um, track, no sprint lane, Leap easing at the start, coming around, and, yeah, Grant was desperate to win. It was a brilliant effort on by, by both horses. Darren, did the tactics surprise you at any point? Yeah, I thought they did. I thought just with what's, um, what's to come with Leap to Fame and the fact that he was uh, on that hit-and-run mission that uh, maybe they might have just been content to, um, to have the easier run early on. But, yes, soon after the start, straight off and around he went. And that was a, that was a really top effort. And I think um, you know, the fact that they've, they've smashed the track record... Um, it's a fair indication of just how good he is and maybe some of those Victorians on the catch-a-wave train might have uh, stepped up a little bit more and had a look at that. Just on that Eureka too, Chris, that's uh, 2300 September 2 next year it is and they're 10 slots and of course you can buy 100,000 a slot for three for a minimum of three years, a couple of million dollars. So that's September next year, 2300. 
Yeah, we look forward to it. And I've got to ask the question, uh, catch a wave, he gets his chance of, uh, you know, putting his case forward tomorrow night when he steps out. But right now, Darren, are you leap to fame or catch a wave? Oh, I'm well and truly leap to fame. I think um, just from what I've seen at the moment, um, he's just the all-around racehorse at the moment. Like I've said before, I think Catch a Wave, while he's extremely talented, he just is, is yet to furnish into that uh, all-around horse. But he steps out against the older horses tomorrow night and over the, the sort of the middle trip. So I guess we'll get a bit more of an idea there. Ryan, your thoughts? Yeah, Chris, I'm clearly with Leap to Fame. I think he's just a superior staying animal. And what I do love about the upcoming Victoria Derby is that it is pushed out to the 2,700-metre trip. So, you know, he's my better delight. I think he's well poised to clinch his third derby. Yeah, that, that, that's an advantage for Leap to Fame. Now that we're back out to 2,700, uh, catch your wave, unproven uh, beyond 2,240, basically. So... Just a little bit of a question mark on a, on him running at a strong 2,700? Yeah, I think so. And the way I look at it is I think Leap to Fame could win from any barrier that he faces in the derby final, whereas Catch a Wave, for me, I think he would have to be put on the front end to, to beat Leap. OK, I've got to ask you as the putter here, Ryan. Steve just said that the uh, Tabureka market is available. Leap to Fame, the favourite over Catch a Wave. Would you have any interest right now in taking $7 about Leap to Fame next year? <laughs> no, mate, I'd give that a pass. You know, there's, a, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of water to go under the bridge between now and September next year. What about you, Darren? Lazy 50 on Leap to Fame at the $7? Oh, if I had a lazy 50 laying around, I might consider it, Chris, <laughs> but it's been a tough few weeks. You've got plenty. You've got plenty. Guys, I, I want to ask about this free-for-all tomorrow night. Race 9. Cruz Bromax, second up for the Price Miller Cam. Uh, he was terrific first up, running second. Draws inside Black Sedans, and it's back at a mile. Is he any chance of toppling Black Sedans, or does Black Sedans continue on his merry way? Does he give his own track record a bit of a shake tomorrow night? I... I firmly think Black Sedance just makes it three in a row. Uh, Cruz Bromack, we know how quick he is off the gate, but, um, you know, his first up run for the price stable was was a lot better than what he sort of had been showing in, in his few runs prior, but I think it's another, it's another step up again here, and, you know, he's not getting any younger. He's 10-year-old now, and, um, you know, it's been a while since he... His last win was back in February um, when trained by Jason Grimson. I think regardless of where Black Sedance lobs, I think I actually thought that he might even be able to have enough speed. If Cruz Bromack wants to lead, there could be an opportunity for Black Sedance to cruise in behind him early on and um, see what happens there. But I think Black Sedance pushes on with it. Interestingly, Chris... Last three wins that Black Sedance has had at the mile, he's broke 151 in each of them. Mm, okay. I'm tipping that might be on the cards again tomorrow night. They're eyeing off the Len Smith mile, so another big thumping victory tomorrow night will certainly confirm that. How do you see it, Ryan? Yeah, I'm with Darren and yourself. I think uh, Black Sedance looks the one to beat. The uh, opening price of 260 certainly was a spoil for the punters that uh, got set there. The market looks right about now. Um, and maybe a, a first over crushes on the cards. OK. Is there any chance that he could get the lead from Cruz Bramack, or do we think that Cruz Bramack holds for certain? 
I'm pretty sure uh, Chris Brodmack dictates the map for sure. He just has that blistering gate speed. Um, and then what they want to choose to do from there is, you know, up to the team. Okay. Darren, you see the same way? Yeah, I think no, certainly if um, Pete sort of comes out guns are blazing and they want to hold on Cruz, there's certainly probably the opportunity to drop in behind him, whether that's the ideal position to be thereafter once they sort of slow up a bit through that middle stages. But um, I think Black Sedance, he's in beast mode at the moment and um, probably should have three three wins to his name. That second that he had three runs yeah. back, he was desperately unlucky. Mm, yeah, I agree with that. No no question. Uh, so that's the free-for-all. That's race nine. So we've got to wait towards the back end of the program. 9.50 start time for that race. What is your best bet at that meeting tomorrow night, Darren? Um, there's a, quite a few I'm keen on, but I thought in... Uh, I've come up with race four, horse number three, Escalera. Um, gets back into this race nicely. He's took on the free-for-all race there last week, so he's run up behind Black Sedance in that race. Um, admittedly well beaten, but as were you know the entire field, it was 18 or 19 metres back to second Tommy Lincoln. Escalera um, was beaten 20.8 metres, so um, he gets back to band four to band two company, but also drops in with uh, as, as a claimer at $20,000 claimer. So uh, I think the opportunity for him in that race tomorrow night to, to push forward and settle up near the speed, and um, I thought he could get the job done. Race four, number three, Escalera. Okay, for mine, that race promises to generate plenty of tempo. There's there's a fair bit of power there off the front row, so they might be uh, hiking along a fair bit here. Yeah, certainly, and uh, Pacific Drums is two trials. He's first up tomorrow night. If they light him up there early on, uh, it will certainly set the tempo up, and uh, after hearing you speak to Brendan Barnes and his opportunity to go to America, um, after those two trials of Pacific Drums, I wonder is there the opportunity for Pacific Drums to be on the plane with him? Yeah, yeah it'll be uh, interesting to see. So uh, that's a good race, race four. But you like Escalera. What else takes your fancy tomorrow night? Yeah, I thought uh, in the trot, King of the North, um, he, can, he can get a hat-trick of wins there for Pete McMullen. Back to mobile conditions, thought he could push forward and uh, get the front, and from there it'll be mighty hard to run down. And um, just from a, an exotics race, Tizza Sizzler in race number three. Um, I thought he'll pr he'll probably come up short enough, but that could be a, a good race to play the fence line. Okay, so keen on uh, race ten, King of the North. That's uh, number two, and uh, race three, play hard with uh, uh, Tizza Sizzler there as the standout. Have you looked at the quaddy tomorrow night, Darren? Have you got some numbers for me? Yeah, so that first leg, race number five. Um, thought that was a tricky one. I've got number seven, Carla Jane, on top with no deal of confidence from that uh, gate. Dancing to the beat, uh, number one. She should get. She gets all the options anyway. She led last week. She's probably better off a helmet, I thought. And uh, going to need a margarita, that fence line runner there, number eight. She'll certainly be poking through there somewhere. The second leg, race six, thought this was a little bit of an open. It's a ballot division of the, um, of the first race, the qualifying division. I've got number 10, Parama, on top. He was a bit unlucky last time out. Uh, hit the line strongly a couple of runs back. Number five, back in town. He, he'll be third up, so he'll be much fitter. He can fire out. Thought he probably looked the leader in that race, and he can give plenty of cheek from there. And um, Joey Lincoln, he's going well enough to, to come off the speed from gate seven. So five, seven, and ten. 
the third leg, um, race seven, another tricky little mare's race. I've got number two, Slick Sophie, on top. Thought she gets the pegs, and from there be... Uh, Hard to stop. Girl from Oz is flying number five. Baker Creek was back in the winner's circle on Wednesday night. And important driver change there. Pete McMullen on from gate one. Number seven, Jendon Strike. She made an error last time, so she's certainly up to that. So a little bit of a tricky one there. I thought one, two, five, seven. And the last race is the uh, Marburg to Albion final. I thought that was a race in two between number four, Sail Along Sinbad. Um, he's been ticking along nicely just in behind them of late. He was second in his Marburg heat. Gabby Sportstar, it was a huge run um, to get through to the final and win his heat out there at Marburg. He was three wide, he was went back, he was forward, he was he was all over the shop but still won somehow. So four and five in the last league. Okay, so repeating your quality numbers at this early stage for tomorrow night, one seven eight, five seven ten in the second leg, one two five seven. Four and five in that last leg. $72 for 100% of the dividend. Yeah, and you can play that however you need to to your budget. All right. Uh, Ryan, have you, I know your best bet comes up south of the border this weekend, but have you got any early thoughts on, on the card tomorrow night at the creek? Yeah, I think you and Darren nailed the Escalera race in the sense that he is the big class dropper in race four. And then we've seen Pacific Drums trial the house down, so I'm pretty keen to uh, see how that encounter plays out. And um, interesting to see how the Trotter Humble Lad goes in the last against mm. King of the North. He's certainly a classy conveyance who went around in the Inter-Dominion last year. Yeah, yeah, he certainly had some uh, spice to that last race, humble lad. Like you said, he contested that uh, final one by Maori Law. So hasn't trialled, so we're seeing him fresh up. But we did see him here last year during the Tab Constellation. So he's a very interesting runner there for the informed Jack Butler stable. Darren, have you got the, uh, the dashboard up and running right now? Yeah, that's all up on the Racing Queensland website. Um, most of the stuff we just sort of mentioned there and driver to follow tomorrow night. Pete McMullen, he's got uh, quite a, a big book there. He's got the Harvey Bay in the first, Dance in the Sun, who's a mare in form. But I just somehow keep managing to miss catching her. Back in town, Baker Creek, Blacks of Dance, King of the North. Um, could be a big night for the nation's leading driver. Okay, so Pete McMullen, the driver, in focus there for tomorrow night. So you can find out all that information by going to the Racing Queensland website. Ryan, time now to put you under the pump. Where is your best bet tomorrow night? What are we looking at? Chris, I'm heading to Menangle in the free-for-all. Race 7, number 4, the Black Prince. Robbie Morris takes the drive for Roy Roach Jr. This horse resumed last week in the free-for-all that was run at a pedestrian speed. He settled last, rocketed home to run fourth. This horse is on a Victoria Cup campaign, so he needs to be taken care of this field if he's going to be any chance in those bigger races to come. He's currently 260 with Tab. Okay, so the Black Prince, race seven, number four. That's the bit of it free-for-all at Menangle. Is there anything else down there at uh, Menangle tomorrow night that you're keen on? Chris, there is another play I want to suggest, and that's in race three, which is the heat of the carousel. Um, horses, Port-au-Prince and Heaven on High are two former ex-Kiwis that have both had one start here in Oz. They went round on a Tuesday at Menangle. Port-au-Prince has gone to the Kerryanne Morris stable and was desperately unlucky, held up to run third in the 52-mile. And then we saw Heaven on High lead and obliterate a field 
as well, going 52. I think they're two horses with nice upside. Their main dangers in the race are Triple Four and Blackhawk Joe, and they're two horses we know really well from the Queensland winter. I just decided with these two former Kiwis, one, because of their good barrier, and two, because of their the scope that they have for improvement. Okay, so Port Or Prince, seven dollars two ten the place currently. Heaven on high, three ten one four. He couldn't have been any more impressive first up. Heaven on high. He won by from here to Menangle, basically. He absolutely bolted in. But what I did like about the performance, Chris, is that he just looked like he had plenty more to give and he wasn't asked uh, in the last quarter really to attack the line. So yeah, I think uh it might just dominate this heat of the carousel and be hard to beat in the final. Okay. Whilst I've got you guys, I've got to ask, the uh, the Victoria Cup market is now up with Tab. Copy that, Honolulu Bay, Spirit of St. Louis. They're all at $5. Better Eclipse, 9 Bondi Lockdown, 9 Expensive Ego, 9 Like a Wildfire, 14 Lock and Bar Art, now $14. Majestic Cruiser, South Coast Arden, $14. We've seen a few of these big guys at the trials this week. Expensive Ego, sub-50 on Wednesday at Menangle. Uh, we saw Like a Wildfire, Expensive Ego, uh, um, Bondi Lockdown, rather, compete at the Melton Trials earlier this week as well. We've got copy that starting tomorrow night with Honolulu Bay. Right now, Ryan, I'll ask you first, which way are you sort of leaning if you were sort of looking to have a bet right now? Um, Chris, I'm a really big copy that fan. Um, I love what that horse has done so far in his career. He's won a Sunshine Sprint from the Breeze. He's won a New Zealand Cup. He's jumped favourite in a New Zealand Cup. I think he's an absolute class conveyance. Um, I'm not in love with the price that's on offer, but if you had to ask me what's my one choice for the Vic Cup, it would be copy that. Okay. Do, do you think he can beat Honolulu Bay tomorrow night? Absolutely. Just purely and simply because of the barrier draw advantage. All right. Darren, your thoughts? Have you got an early tip for us? Yeah, it's hard with quite a few of those still to come back, but... Um... I'd like to see if Better Eclipse, if he does go into that race where um, I thought he gets his chance, a younger horse ready to step up again. He was a bit unlucky in the Blacks of Fake at his last start. So, um, yeah, I thought the, the $9 around that, if, if he comes back and, and can perform early on in his campaign, well, um, I think he's one that's certainly got plenty of upside. Right. I've got to ask, Ryan, you, you mentioned the Black Prince. You're keen on him tomorrow night, and I've just scrolled scroll down that page. He's $71.15 the place. Have you snipped him for the Victoria Cup? Uh, no, mate. I think he'll be making up the numbers. But, uh, you know, if he's gonna, if he's actually just going to make the field, he, he needs to dominate tomorrow night. OK. Well, that's all to come. The Victoria Cup coming up on October 8th. So it's uh, just on a month away, so it's not all that far away. Guys, really appreciate the time this morning. Best of luck across the weekend. We'll chat again next week. Cheers, Chris. Thanks, Ryan. Thanks, Aaron. Thanks, Chris.